0: United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. The United States Institute of Peace is announcing an inaugural Women Building Peace Award, which was something they had launched the search process last year. We want to get the latest on this, what it's about how they consider this and the role of women in the peace process. There are 10 finalists I understand. Let's get the details from Nancy Lindborg. Nancy is the president and CEO of the United States Institute of Peace. The Twitter handle is at Nancy Lindborg. Nancy, welcome. Thank you for being on POTUS today.
1: Great to be back with you. Good morning, Tim.
0: So tell us about the award. Uh, what goes into deciding who would be a winner of this
1: Sure. Um, and, you know, we are just delighted to be able uh, to have our 10 finalists. We're announcing who they are this morning, as you said, for our inaugural Women Building Peace Award. And we put together uh, an 18-member Women Building Peace Council, which is a group of experts and leaders in the field of gender and peace building who served us as a brain trust to to advise and guide us on this initiative. And we put out a global call for women who had played key roles in ending and preventing conflict around the world. Uh, As I think all of us know, that's an absolutely essential role, but it's often underlooked and uncelebrated. So this is an effort to really shine a light on you know, extraordinary women peace builders who've made substantial and practical contributions to peace. And, um, you know, we think of peace as being something that happens in a room where uh, Mm. people are huddled around signing peace accords. And we know that it's absolutely essential to include women in that process. And there's a lot more that goes on uh, in terms of work at the community level, work in reconciliation, um, and this is an opportunity to celebrate that, to amplify and elevate their voices.
0: Nancy, uh, I don't know if we have time to get into every single individual, but is there a commonality to this? In other words, what, what exactly do you find among these these people, not just the ones who are in the top, top ten, but all of these women who are being nominated? What 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 sort of is the thread that runs throughout?
1: Yeah, well, they um, for an inaugural year, we were really heartened to receive uh, more than 150 nominations. So these are women who were nominated by others who said, yes, this woman is exceptional. And we received 150 nominations of women peacebuilders from 51 countries. So this was not an easy process to winnow it down to the 10 finalists. Uh, They the commonality is simply uh, that they were all inspiring and courageous and had dedicated their lives to doing the kind of work that reduces conflict and, you know, resolves violence often in some of the toughest countries around the world in Latin America, Asia, Africa. Um, there are eight, eight African countries, five in Latin America, two South Asian and one from Southeast Asia. Four of them, uh, were women who, who broke barriers by playing critical roles in, in three national peace processes, uh, Colombia, South Sudan, and Philippines. In fact, uh, one of the women from Colombia uh, was responsible for ensuring that that historic peace accord was the first ever to include sexual violence as something to recognize and address explicitly. Um, there's a incredible woman from Rwanda who has played an important role in reconciliation in the years since that terrible genocide. Um, A number of them have been active after horrific conflicts uh, to help different kinds of reconciliation, including enabling women and children to return to to their communities in places like Uganda after the Lord's Resistance Army so devastated the northern part of that country. And it's all the ways in which these women played roles uh, that were absolutely essential, that were probably unheralded, uh, but without which the countries would still be in in far more violent places. Um, we are looking forward to the very difficult task of selecting one recipient of a $10,000 reward award, uh, award. Um, that we'll announce this September 15th. We'd hope to have a, a big celebration all in our building on the Washington Mall, but given the situation, we'll look forward to doing it virtually.
0: Yeah, we can understand that. Uh, Nancy Lindborg, President CEO of the United States Institute of Peace. You mentioned the two from Colombia. I believe that would be Angela Maria Escobar and Rosa Emilia Salamanca Gonzalez. And from Rwanda, you mentioned, uh, not by name, but Beata Mukara Bugug. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you want to go through the rest of the names, I'd probably slaughter them if I tried. But uh, I think they're worth well at least there. a mention. I think, I think they're at least worth a mention if you want to mention the others who are on the list.
1: Sure. Well, you, you mentioned uh, our two finalists from Colombia. Uh, we also have Asia Jamil from Pakistan, who helped to uh, work in those newly merged districts of Pakistan. We have Tabassum Adnan, who established the first women's jirga in Pakistan, which is a traditional assembly to make decisions. Um, Irene Santiago was one of the groundbreakers, uh, only woman in the world today who's been the member of a peace negotiating panel uh, and chaired uh, the implementation of a major peace accord. Um, I mentioned Biata uh, and Now I'm doing it. M- M- Mukarubuga, uh, who's the one who's been so important on the reconciliation efforts. Uh, Julianne Lucinge has worked in the Democratic Republic of Congo, long a war-torn country, who has been absolutely key in getting women into office there. Uh, in an effort to give women a greater voice uh, in a country that has just been devastating for women through years of conflict. Um, Odette Habonimana from Burundi uh, has promoted uh, the inclusion of communities that are traditionally outside of the decision-making progress. Rita Martin Lopidia from South Sudan has also been absolutely instrumental in enabling uh, a more inclusive peace process as that country seeks to end uh, a a devastating civil war. Uh, And Victoria Nyanjura in Uganda uh, is the one who's been working in the aftermath of the Lord's resistance army conflict to enable women and children to be reintegrated into their communities. So, you know, each of them has spent their lives, um, really uh, working in very, very difficult situations with tough, uh, tough circumstances and with great courage to build peace. And so we are absolutely honored to be able uh, to work with each of them. And I would also note, Tim, that this is the 20th anniversary of the U.N. Security Resolution 1325, which was a landmark global agreement uh, to pay closer attention to the toll that violent conflict takes on women. They're, they're almost always the ones who, are the, who suffer the most, um, but also recognition that they absolutely need to be a part of the solution and they need to be a part of peace treaties and peace processes. Uh, this is the 20th year anniversary We've made some progress, but not enough. And so we're hoping this award can really turbocharge uh, both recognition and uh, accelerate the role that women must play in, in these essential, essential roles.
0: We're glad to showcase that award this morning. Nancy, I appreciate you being on to talk about it on POTUS today. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. We appreciate uh, being able to to talk with you about this very exciting day, and you can go to our website and see all the information about these truly extraordinary women.
0: Absolutely. That is Nancy Lindborg, who is the President and CEO of the United States Institute of Peace. I just tweeted out the location. You can go to the website at USIP, uh, it's usip.org, and you will find it uh, under the, um, with the slash on there about the, uh, the Women's Building Peace Award. And Nancy Lindborg is tweeting at Nancy Lindborg, L-I-N-D-B-O-R-G.